1: Mike Rogers here with Episode 4 of the Welsh Wire Podcast. Today's show is the audio from the Facebook Live video interview that Sherry did at the Gilmar Car Museum in Hickory Corners with the museum's executive director, Chris Shires. Now, here's Sherry.
0: Chris, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Sherry. Glad to be here.
0: So, before we get started, we got to tell our viewers and listeners what are we sitting behind here. What is this? Yeah,
1: we are uh, in front of one of uh, the amazing... Uh, cars on view, a 1938 Mercedes-Benz uh, 540K uh, oftener tour bar. Um This uh, specific car has a really unique history. It was hidden away in 1969. Um, hidden away from the uh, East Germans, uh, the Communists, um, so that they wouldn't, it wouldn't be taken away. And um, uh, it was uh, brick, bricked in, there was a garden built um, or grown above it. Um, and um, rediscovered in 2002, and after the wall came down and um, sold, and went best in class in 2005 at Pebble Beach, and is an amazing specimen. Uh, one of uh, one of our exhibits that we have currently, two 540ks that we have on display.
0: Oh, outstanding! Can't mess. The other one is a beautiful red roaster right? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's a camp mess out here for sure, but we're glad to be able to sit in front of this and look around at all the other beautiful um, museum artifacts here, the beautiful cars on display at the Gilmore Art Museum. This is a nationally renowned museum. You have won countless awards. Um, for many, though, still a hidden gem. Not There's lots of people that don't know about it, but tell us about some of the recognition that you've
1: achieved. Yeah, we're out. actually um, North America's largest uh, Auto M- Museum. Uh, we have over 400 cars on display. We have 90 acres of museum space, 189 square feet, um, uh, 27 buildings. We have uh, six Parker Museums, the Lincoln uh, Museum, Cadillac, Piercero Franklin, Model A Museum. And this past year we were recognized as voted as the number one uh, tourist destination in Michigan by USA Today. Um, and they're uh, reader's choice award and um we're ranked number one in um trip, trip advisors uh, car um or auto museum uh, category so we've uh, we're, we're definitely known within the uh the car world and we're starting to uh, to grow within you know larger circles absolutely
0: and and i think you mentioned too that uh, year over year for the past 10 years right
1: we've broken um our attendance record. Yes. We had over 123,000 visitors this past year, which was um, a record breaking year again for, for our museum.
0: Incredible. People coming from all over the country, all over the world. Right. Really, to Hickory Corners, mm-hmm. Michigan, to see the gems yeah. displayed out here We're out in
1: the, in as they say, in the middle of nowhere, but we're uh, in between Kalamazoo, about a half hour from Kalamazoo, and about uh, a little less than an hour from uh, Grand Rapids. But um, a beautiful drive and a peaceful countryside
0: right right so it's fun to be out here and talk about this hidden gem that we have in Michigan but it's interesting because you are arguably the finest and the best car museum in North America
1: mm-hmm.
0: you've developed quite a reputation still people don't know a lot about who you are and you're a 50 year old museum that's going through has gone through transition right you're the first executive new executive director in 16 years mm-hmm. here which brings with it a whole lot of challenges. Even when you're at the top of your game, where you're increasing attendance year over year, but there's challenges like how to stay relevant and contemporary, and how do you, how does next year become your next best, right? Mm-hmm. So, when you arrived here last year, what did you and your team set out to do together?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, um, you don't know, become the best just overnight. You know, this uh, this museum started as one man's hobby. Um, Donald Gilmore uh, had retired from Upton Company, and uh, as a hobby in his retirement, uh, his wife uh, Genevieve bought him a car, and that grew into a hobby, and then it grew into a um, uh, eventually a museum that was open in Sunday afternoons. And this museum has grown and grown. And my predecessor, Mike Spezia spent um, 16 years growing this facility, and,
0: and did know, a fine you need, job.
1: You need strong leadership um, uh, in certain. Periods of, of your existence, and you need a strong board of directors, and we're very fortunate to have a very strong board. Um, I was brought in to to take the organization to that next level, um, to evolve to the next uh, the next level, and that is to really recognize where your strengths are currently, and um, and to see what are the you know what are your quick wins, you know how do you take what's successful and grow that, what can you do to improve that. On those and, uh, and grow those, but then also start to recognize what are areas that you can improve upon um, and, and grow new new programs. Also in that when category, and then start to look at you know wider trends and, and longer longer trends, and start building a strategic plan around that. So the board and staff making very making sure that the staff and the board together um, built that strategic plan together, and we're in the in the. Midst of uh, building out a strategic plan that's going to take us to the next five years, um, in the uh, the car world and the museum world, we're, we're facing um, big uh, generational shifts with baby boomers that are retired. And, you in right?
0: the business community and everybody, and thousands of organizations across the country facing that shift of the baby boomers as a big population, mm-hmm. and they spend a lot of time here at the museum.
1: Well, it's um, for us, uh, baby boomers are. Our lifeblood. They're um, they were they have you know, disposable income. They're the uh, enth- enthusiast audience. They grew up with cars. That they sure Escaped yeah. in cars. They they worked on their cars. Um, we have cars on display that are loan cars that are first owner cars. People that mm-hmm. bought the cars in 1973 that are still their first car. They still own it. So they're oh, it's a, a generation that loves their cars and you know, as we look at generational shift and you look at a a younger generation, there are pockets of enthusiasm within those generations, but you also have a generation that escapes, you know, through technology and through the phone and, and, you know, so we're looking at ways, how do we develop that new audience and really looking at the experience economy and really looking at um, an audience that wants to to do things and experience things versus, um, you know, generations that had, you know, that we're looking at nostalgia or looking and remembering and and, uh, remembering the past. It's a different
0: kind of appreciation, isn't Mm -hmm. it? It's not that the millennials don't appreciate or understand the museum world or automobiles, but they want to connect with the experience Mm -hmm. in a vastly different way than previous generations, Mm -hmm. which presents a challenge. Not unlike what, again, we talked about many organizations are going through for how to appeal to those new demographics. But you're doing a great job of turning the corner there. What do you feel you're, let me just stop for a second and just say, folks, if you like what you're hearing today, please like it and share it out there with your friends. We're talking at the Gilmore power Museum with Executive Director Chris Shires about what's new at the museum and how they, as an organization, are continually improving on their great position that they hold right now in the museum world. So your greatest strengths as an organization—you've got many, I think, things that you can build on as you look around the corner to see where do we go next, what do we do. So you know, tell us about things like your culture and and what do you think your greatest strengths are here.
1: Well, I, I really think that the um, the the love of the automobile is is part of that you know that incredible culture. Everybody has a car story, and everybody. You know has a favorite memory within a car so it's it's very easy to um to tap into that passion Yeah. so we have a very strong volunteer corps that loves the museum we have an incredible staff who is uh, passionate um, has a sense of ownership in the work that they do <clears throat> it's a um, it's a, a wide age group that that works at the Gilmore, and we all work together to, um, you know, to, to try to gain that, you know, that edge and what we're trying to do. And right. and I think with our museum, um, we have a uh, we we kind of put the ropes down so we don't have barriers around our cars, and um, we allow people to get close to them. And I think that allows um, our visitors to uh, also have a sense of ownership.
0: Yeah, that's a kind of a unique experience that you create for the visitors, but it, but it also, like you say, wraps into your culture and that shared passion. Mm-hmm. Everyone that's here wants to be here because they love automobiles, they love the history of automobiles, they want to support that, and the volunteers, the same thing. Um, it's hard for a lot of companies to be able to ve- to develop that kind of passion for what they do outside of maybe building fire trucks or you know saving lives or things like that. But you've got that bottled Mm -hmm. really well you've got that dialed in which is exciting Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that allows you to be able to grow from that shared passion right
1: yeah it's we do a lot of car shows so individual car shows um, that i'd say provide opportunities for people to have memories to make memories um, to share opportunities with friends with family we see a lot of people that are coming in a lot of sons and grand... Uh, sons and fathers that are coming in, mm-hmm. grandfathers and grandchildren, um, multiple age groups that are coming together and sharing memories together. Yeah,
0: family stories yeah. and history, a <clears throat> grandpa's car, yeah. or the neighbor so at this, or... And as they're doing it, they're walking right up to the cars with no ropes and no...
1: And it's, it's all very, you know, respectful and...
0: Absolutely. And,
1: you know, with the cars as museum objects, but it's a it's a formula that works very well for us. And
0: right, right. Yeah, it's very unique. So yeah, that's it, really. It's a sense of ownership, isn't it? And that shared passion, and that, that you can feel that everywhere you go, throughout the grounds. Um, the atmosphere, I, it seems to me, probably promotes a lot of really good teamwork, too. Because of that shared passion, and the excitement and enthusiasm that everyone experiences when they come out here. Tell us about that teamwork
1: and how you work as a team. It's, it's just a strong bond that we have, um, I think, built around one's passion and love for the automobile um, that's there. That's uh, it, It's a strong sense of trust, mm-hmm. and I have an amazing sense of trust with my team um, that just allows me to know that the work's going to get done, um, you know, when when you know a meeting set or or an idea is started that, that my team will get together and get it done and, and work together right. um, does or, or we'll come together as team? multi-disciplinary uh, teams yeah. and, and get the work done does it and always there's always also a sense,
0: better too chris i mean yeah. that, that teamwork and that shared passion and that camaraderie and it's all open
1: there's a very strong sense of innovation and prototype. so right now you know as we uh, start to look towards the future. We're experimenting with a lot of different different things we're, we're looking at ways that we can provide rides on our campus that allow people to have experiences in old cars. Oh, great. So um, There's a lot of that type of prototyping and the willingness to see what that's going to look like and to try that out and, um, and you know, That's that's there. There's not a resistance to that type of Experimentation, which is great.
0: That that is great, and I would guess that that's pretty unique in the museum world, if you will. Right? I, innovating and prototyping is something that you think of in a manufacturer of some sort that's developing a new product or even a new service. You don't think of I think there's museums
1: there's the some very innovative museums. It's um, I think it's all sort of related to. The teams that develop within museums right. and there are certainly you know museums that are are stuck right and um, you're
0: not one of them
1: and yeah, I don't think there are a lot
0: of innovators you are definitely one yeah. of a handful of innovators looking to do things different which is really really exciting you have a large trusted following, though don't you I and mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned 123,000 mm-hmm. visitors last year so you've got a really great base mm-hmm. to build on as you change and evolve Two of loyal followers. Yeah, that's great. So, what do you think your greatest challenges are as an organization?
1: Um, I think it's uh, you know trying to forecast the future. Oh, you know, always, yeah. Trying to stay on top. Yeah, you know. So we've had year after year of success. So um, how do we maintain that success? You know, right. it's. it's you know literally looking week by week how do we do this week compared to last week you know and you know trying to make sure that we um you know that we're constantly on target and on the ball and um so that's that's a big deal right um we our staff that works hard so it's it's making sure that um we don't overwhelm ourselves yeah. you know that we're not you know you know working too hard um,
0: and I'm sure you're listening to your audience too—the the members that are coming mm-hmm. in, the visitors that are coming in. You're listening to what they—we do a great job at share. trying
1: to do that. You know, trying to incorporate ideas right. uh, or suggestions. Um, you know, that, again, our visitors feel a, a strong sense of ownership, so we want to be able to incorporate um, incorporate those ideas, or at least hear those ideas once they're right. You know, once they're put forward, right.
0: Going back to the passion again, I would think that that's something that makes your volunteers and your staff, your team, very mm-hmm. open to change and excited about change, embracing it, encouraging it, and wanting to find ways to do things, because they care so much. And they're great to work, work with.
1: It. They're really great to work with, and they love what they do. They love to work here. So
0: That's terrific. So what's on the horizon down the road?
1: Well, we've got um, we have 22 shows in the summer times. So we have this, this great show season that lasts from April to November, or to October, um, and uh, shows from you know from Lincoln to Montelay to the Red Barn Spectacular, which is one of our larger shows, to a motorcycle show. you check our a few, new, our... Things. A few mm-hmm. new things this summer, too, that you're going to
0: put into yep. the mix. Tell us about some of those
1: things. Uh, we have a, a new Corvette show, which we're excited about. That's going to be on July 22nd. And uh, we're going to do a concert for the first time that's going to wrap up our, our show season on October the 13th, which will be a blues concert. So we're oh, going fun. Car- Cars, Barnes & Blues, um, which will be both a cruise-in and kind of a beer-tasting and a blues concert. So we have uh, uh, a guy, uh, Big Dog Mercer from Chicago, who's going to come and, and play. Um, that night, and um, we're excited about that. So, you
0: bet. It sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so and we it have some like exhibits, really different uh, exhibit up with AJ Foyt. and um, some exhibit on barn finds. So, barn finds are very popular. They're cars that have been hidden away and, and um, you know are rediscovered and have great stories. This is one that's like been, this one, exactly. That's mm-hmm. a great barn find. Um, so, we've got a lot on the on our plate this year, and. So be a lot of fun. Yeah, and
0: trying some new things too to see how your audience The rides on
1: our campus will be piloting and trying that out. So
0: yeah, yeah. So a lot of changes going on, all good stuff for the museum and for mm-hmm. the future here. So how do you think your employees and your team are affected? What do they feel about the future of the museum, and how do they need to change to respond to uh, to deliver on that?
1: Well, I think they're, um, you know, I think they're all excited by it. Um, You know, planning is important. So being a part of that that future.
0: And they're included in your strategic planning and the conversation. I think that's a huge thing.
1: Um, You know, instead of being told what what to do to being a part of that solution. Right. You know, just having an event this past week and and talking to the the team leader of that event and, you know, asking that leader, you know, what do you want me to do tonight? And that leader say, well, what you're the one that's going to tell me what to do. I say, no, this is your event, you Mm -hmm. know? and. And having that kind of, you know, having that kind of ownership within um, you know, these uh, my my staff, <clears throat> so it's um, they have a sense of that that ownership. They have I you know ideas and suggestions, and we try to incorporate those ideas and suggestions within the team. And, and they've been you know they're the ones that have been successful for so long. So I'm learning, and I learn from them, and I, I try to grow from them, and and um, you know try to move forward together
0: right right well you're doing a fantastic job here the place looks beautiful yeah Yeah. so many great exhibits to see a great summer show season Mm -hmm. ahead of you too so make sure you take advantage of the opportunity to come out and visit the Gilmore Carr Museum located in Hickory Corners we're here today with Chris Shires the executive director Chris thank you for sharing a bit about the museum what you're doing as an organization and what's around the corner for you, what's next. And thank you for tuning in to The Welsh Wire today. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.